0: InfoTrack continues. Once again, here's Chris Whitting. Youth violence seems to be constantly in the news these days. The police deal with the aftermath, but can anything be done to prevent youth violence? InfoTrack's Roy Mackey has tracked down an expert to find out. Roy? Roy? Thanks, Chris. Dr. Deborah Prothrow-Stith is an adjunct professor at the Harvard School of Public Health, former health commissioner for the state of Massachusetts, and she's authored several books about youth violence, including Murder is No Accident, Understanding and Preventing Youth Violence in America. Dr. Prothrow-Stith, welcome to InfoTrack.
1: Thank you. It's a pleasure to have this opportunity to speak with you.
0: It used to be when we thought of gangs, the image was pretty much confined to the streets of cities like New York or Chicago, but that is no longer the full story about youth violence, is it?
1: Well, it really isn't the case, and... There are many definitions of gangs, including the very informal groups of children and young adults that hang out. There are territorial definitions, and certainly the sort of mafia-style, economically-driven drug cartels. So even the definition of gang is pretty broad, but certainly those sorts of violent activities enacted by groups of particularly young children and young adults that's not new it's not confined it's spread and girls are now being involved in ways that we didn't see you know even a decade ago
0: one of your efforts over quite some time is to redefine youth violence as a public health issue rather than simply a crime issue can you explain how that makes a difference
1: Well, the difference is substantial because when you say it's a public health problem, you really are saying it's a preventable problem. When we define it only as a crime problem, then the best we do is respond aggressively to what has happened, but it's not really prevention. So public health gets us into how do we keep things from happening? How do we stop violence before it starts whereas with the criminal justice community, the role is really to respond aggressively when something happens. So from a public health perspective, some kids call it upfront, in the thick and after the fact. So if we were talking about lung cancer, upfront would be attitudes about smoking, which have obviously changed substantially over time. Or in the thick would be helping people who smoke stop. And then after the fact would be treatment for lung cancer. So when we're talking about violence up front is about attitudes and social norms. In the thick is about kids who are at risk. And after the fact is the criminal justice part of it or the response. And you can't prevent lung cancer with better treatment, you got to do something about people who smoke and you got to do something about attitudes so people don't start smoking. And we can't prevent violence with after-the-fact criminal justice. We've got to help kids at risk, and we've got to change some of the attitudes and social norms. So that's really what it means when we say it's a public health problem.
0: Can you maybe paint just a thumbnail sketch of a child who is at risk? What are some of the common characteristics?
1: Exposure to violence is a substantial part of the risk. And this is where family violence and intimate partner violence and child abuse are connected to street violence and peer violence and school violence and gang violence. Because that is one of the most robust risk factors, just witnessing violence being victimized Other risk factors, you've got poverty, the presence of guns in a setting certainly is a risk factor for more lethal outcomes of violence, the social norms and attitudes, the cultural expectations. In many ways, in the movies, we glamorize fighting. We say this is the way the superhero successfully solves problems. Parents say to kids, you go back outside, you beat him up, or I'm going to beat you. Peers encourage each other to fight, you know, you're going to let him talk about you like that. There's so many influences in the sort of attitudes and social norms that also need to change. you got to do all of it, the primary, secondary, and tertiary prevention.
0: You've been involved in some school-based programs that seem to be pretty effective in violence prevention, right?
1: Yes, I've been involved in some, but fortunately there are many in the country and one meta-analysis, one study of 40 plus programs really showed how effective classroom Education on conflict resolution and violence prevention can be particularly when it's offered to all of the students in the school. Not singling out the bad kids and having some kind of, you know, special program for them, but when all of the school is exposed to this kind of conflict resolution and violence prevention there's a reduction in fighting in the schools. So there's very good evidence for that.
0: Our guest on InfoTrack is Dr. Deborah Prothro-Stith, adjunct professor of the Harvard School of Public Health and an expert on youth violence. Dr. Prothro-Stith, how does the economy influence gang activity and youth violence?
1: Well, I think there are a lot of ways that difficult situations such as poverty impact the violence, especially around children. And I think for one of the major factors, which is sometimes not considered, is that the lack of opportunity for healthy things to do after school is characteristic of communities that are poor. That time period sort of Three to six in the afternoon, early evening, before adults are home from work seems to be a very vulnerable time for young people. And in communities where there are a lot of families living in poverty, the healthy after school activities are not present. So that's one impact. I mean, obviously, there's the lack of opportunity more generally that impacts people, the high unemployment rate and what it means for families and what it means for the way young people see possibilities in their lives.
0: Dr. Prothro-Stith, just as perhaps a final thought, do you have any words of advice for parents especially single parents who are concerned about their kids perhaps being pulled into that world of gang activity and youth violence?
1: Well, I think for some parents, this very difficult times. And the effort you put into your children has to include helping them navigate the world around them. So there are some strategies that kids can learn if they are being bullied or if they are watching situations where children are being bullied and making sure that your child's school is teaching those strategies and is an environment where that kind of broad conflict resolution activity is offered and just being aggressive about that obviously watching closely what it is your children see and witness and for a lot of parents even learning to handle your own anger because anger is normal bad things happen challenging things happen but recognizing that you're an example for your children and helping them handle the difficult situations that they run into without violence and in ways that are healing, all of that can be very, very helpful.
0: Dr. Deborah Prothro-Stith, adjunct professor at the Harvard School of Public Health and former health commissioner for the state of Massachusetts, thank you very much for joining us on InfoTrack. You're very welcome. Thank you. And for InfoTrack, I'm Roy Mackey. You're listening to InfoTrack. To learn more about our guests or listen to past shows, visit InfoTrack online at talkzone.com.